How the Wheat Harvest Reveals Spiritual Life The Hebrew word Shavuot means weeks. In English, we refer to the Feast of Weeks as Pentecost, derived from the Greek word Pentecoste, meaning 50th. Seven weeks are to be counted from the first fruits of the spring barley harvest to the first fruits of the summer wheat harvest. On the day after the Sabbath, during the seven-day Feast of Unleavened Bread, we count 50 days. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, you are to count off seven full weeks. You shall count 50 days until the day after the seventh Sabbath, and then present an offering of new grain to Yah. Leviticus 23, 15 and 16. The Feast of Weeks is our Creator's fourth appointed time. On the day of first fruits, when you present an offering of new grain to Yah, during the Feast of Weeks, you are to hold a holy convocation. You must not do any regular work. Numbers 28:26. Our Creator's appointed times reveal spiritual reality. When Moses was instructed to make physical patterns of the heavenly, one of those copies was the seven-branched menorah, or lampstand, Hebrews 8.5 and Exodus 25.40. Seven is known as the number of completion, because the seventh day was blessed and set apart for rest when our Creator had completed His work. When we see the seven branches coming from one menorah, seven spirits coming from one spirit, seven assemblies yet one bride, and the Messiah announcing that He is the light of the world, the menorah should come to mind as a physical pattern revealing the light of life. When the Messiah said, I am the vine and you are the branches, the term branches should remind us of the tree of life. And it is no coincidence the Feast of Weeks fits forth and center on the menorah, John 8, verse 12. If the first part of the dough is holy, so is the whole batch. If the root is holy, so are the branches, Romans 11:16. The third month and the wheat harvest. The 50-day count brings us to the third biblical month, which is also the turn, or tekufa, of the year. Spring is the season for the first fruits of the barley harvest, and summer is the season for the first fruits of the wheat harvest. Both are waved on the day after the Sabbath. And he shall wave the sheaf before Yah, so that it may be accepted on your behalf. The priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. Leviticus 23:11. You shall celebrate the Feast of Weeks, that is, the first fruits of the wheat harvest, and the Feast of Ingathering at the turn of the year. Exodus 34, 22. It was the third month over 3,500 years ago when Moses was given the Torah, or instructions, and the people of Israel agreed to do all the words of Yah, meaning He is, He was, and He shall be. Exodus 19.8 In the third month after the sons of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on that very day they came into the wilderness of Sinai. Exodus 19.1 and God spoke all these words, Exodus 20, 1. 
It was also the third month at the Feast of Weeks when the Messiah sent his Spirit to those who believed in him. Joel 2.28, Matthew 3.11 The Feast of Weeks, the Torah, and the Spirit have something in common. They all occurred in the third month at our Creator's appointed time that he set at creation. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to distinguish between the day and the night, and let them be signs to mark appointed times and days and years. Genesis 1.14 When we pay attention to our Creator's appointed times, it becomes possible to see the connections between the physical first fruits of the wheat harvest and the Messiah being the spiritual first fruits of the dead. But Messiah has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 1 Corinthians 15:20. Viewing the scriptures through their original culture and context, every New Testament writer knew the Word of God as the Torah of Yah. Many miss that John, his Hebrew name Yehohanan, meant when he wrote, "The Messiah is the Word." John 1:1. Messiah means anointed and oil is required for anointing. Moses was given instructions on how to make the holy anointing oil that represents the spirit of Yah, Exodus 29.7. Metaphors, parables, and idioms, oh my! Figurative language doesn't always make sense when it's translated. If an idiom is taken literally, its meaning can be completely missed. This is why our Creator purposely speaks in parables, to confound the proud. The uncircumcised heart remains blind and deaf to the spiritual insights He has revealed with physical symbolism. Acts 7, 51 Only the humble with a circumcised heart are given eyes to see and ears to hear what our spiritual Creator has revealed in His Word from the beginning. Leviticus 26.41 and Isaiah 46.10 This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not hear or understand. Matthew 13.13 and Isaiah 6.9 With figurative language, the Messiah is revealed as fulfilling the appointed times of Yah. Leviticus 23.12.13 he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, John 1.29. His body is the unleavened bread, Matthew 26.26. 26. And his blood is the wine offering, Matthew 26.28. Why unleavened bread and then leavened bread? Get rid of the old yeast that you may become a new unleavened batch, as you really are. For Messiah, our Passover Lamb, has been offered. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with the old bread, leavened with malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. 1 Corinthians 5, 7, and 8 Unleavened bread is prescribed at the barley harvest, while two loaves of leavened wheat bread are prescribed at the Feast of Weeks. Leviticus 2, 11. The unleavened barley offering represents the humbled soul, as it is eaten for seven days. The two new loaves of wheat are leavened with the kingdom of heaven, or the spirit. 
he told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and mixed into three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Matthew 13:33. The parables of the Messiah reveal spiritual truths that have been hidden from the beginning. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden from the beginning. Matthew 13:35 and Psalm 78:2. There is no removing leaven or yeast once it has been mixed into the dough. Our perishable flesh and blood body has been leavened with sin and death. The imperishable is a new unleavened lump of dough, leavened with spiritual life. Only the imperishable will inherit the kingdom of God. Now I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. 1 Corinthians 15.50 The Bread of Spiritual Life The two loaves of leavened wheat bread represent spiritual life, like the words of Yah that were written on the two tablets of stone, both are physical representations of spiritual life. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and to carefully observe my ordinances. Ezekiel 36, 26, and 27. But this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares Yah. I will put my Torah in their minds and inscribe it on their hearts and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Jeremiah 31, 33 This is the covenant I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and inscribe them on their minds. Hebrews 10, 16 Written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. 2 Corinthians 3, 3 The Messiah ascended on the fortieth day. Until the day he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering he presented himself to them and many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a span of forty days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Acts 1, 2, 3, and 9. While he was blessing them, he left them and was carried up into heaven. Luke 24, 51, and Mark 16, 19. The Messiah ascended on the 40th day of the 50-day count. Those last 10 days until the Feast of Weeks must have been significant. But most importantly, the Day of Ascension is a reminder that He will return again in the same way, Acts 1.11. During those 40 days between His resurrection and Ascension, He appeared to more than 500 witnesses. He appeared to more than 500 brothers at once, most of them whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then He appeared to James, then to all the Apostles. 1 Corinthians 15, 6 and 7. Ten days later, they were filled with the promised Holy or Set-Apart Spirit. 
as they were gathered together for the Feast of Weeks, Acts 2, 1, and 4. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but remain in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high, Luke 24, 49. Everything that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said that the Spirit will take from what is mine and disclose it to you, John 16, 15. On the fiftieth day, in conclusion, it was on the appointed time of the Feast of Weeks, approximately 33 AD, when the first fruits of the wheat harvest was accepted, and so was the Messiah. The promised Spirit was delivered to those who believed. When the first fruits were waved, it ensured a blessing on the rest of the harvest. That is why we wait until all mankind has been blessed with spiritual life through the Messiah. The scripture foresaw that God would justify the nations by faith and foretold the good news to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. Galatians 3.8 and Genesis 12.3 But each in his own turn. Messiah, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to him. 1 Corinthians 15.23 Next up is the Day of Trumpets. Our spiritual Creator's work did not end on the physical cross during Passover, or when He rose from the dead on the third day, when the first fruits of the barley harvest were waved. Just as He ascended, we know He will descend again. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Messiah will be the first to rise. 1 Thessalonians 4.16 and Matthew 24.31 Thank you for listening.